This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express Card. And we here on Savor are what you might call food explorers. It has been our actual job to go to cool places and eat, like, a lot of the food there. And then talk about it. And then talk about it into these microphones, which is a crazy dream job. Yes. Well, if you're like us and willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people like us who are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hello, and welcome to Savor. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And we have another bonus episode for you today. Bonus, bonus. <laughs> and I want to say, Lauren. Yes. That there are two things about this interview that we are about to run with Elliot Moss mm-hmm. over at Buxton Hall Barbecue that I want to share. Okay. Um, one. I'm really glad we got this interview because it was one of those things where I think I was involved in a 70, <laughs> 70 email thread. Oh, like, yeah. Just trying to schedule. And it was the one that almost got away. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really hard to pin down chefs. I mean, they're they're busy humans. They've got a lot of stuff going on. I don't know what it could be. <laughs> the stuff we're interviewing them about, perhaps? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Elliot Moss is the pitmaster and chef at Buxton Hall, which is a barbecue joint in Asheville, North Carolina, that we got to go to. Um, if you listened to our Nostalgia Comfort Food and Carolina Q episode, um, you heard him talk about that kind of thing. But yeah, he talked a lot about, oh, just, just lovely traditions that he grew up with and why he wanted to start that restaurant. And uh, yeah, we thought it was a Really terrific listen. We enjoyed the conversation ourselves, so we wanted to share it with y'all. So here it is. Would you tell us what kind of barbecue you're, you're doing at Buxton? Uh, we do a, what I, I'm just called Carolina Whole Hog. Um, I'm from the eastern part of South Carolina, which is, you know, in line with eastern North Carolina, where whole hog is done, cooked over wood, 
charcoal and dress with the vinegar pepper barbecue sauce. Um, I've brought that style of barbecue to the mountains of North Carolina. And we use pasture-raised hogs that are raised by my good friend Larry and Kathleen um, that have Vando Farms, and it's right down in Old Fort. Um, they pasture-raise all our pigs for us and have been providing them for us for the past three years. But that's not the only type of sauce that you offer, right? We There's a whole sauce bar involved. Yeah, we have, a, we have sauces for people that want a different style. Um, I lived in Columbia, South Carolina for five years and kind of got a taste for the mustard. So we have the mustard sauce and we have a couple of uh, red sauces that we put on our barbecue chicken and ribs and then offer it if anybody else wants it for their pulled pork or hog or french fries or whatever else they want to put it on. Where did you learn to barbecue? Back in in eastern uh, North Carolina? Uh, South Carolina. South yeah, Carolina. South. A town called Florence. It's near Myrtle Beach. Um, my grandfather was a welder and taught my dad how to weld. And we grew up with homemade barbecue pits that we would cook hogs um, that my other grandfather would raise early on. And then it just became a family tradition that we would cook hogs around the holidays for Thanksgiving and Christmas and have a big party and have everyone over and pick on the pig and uh, those are just some memories I had my whole life as a little kid and um, I started out cooking food for a living and after a few years decided I wanted to open my own restaurant and I couldn't think of anything else but barbecue that I wanted to do um, so that's that's why I do barbecue. Some, some, some of the rest of the menu though um, you've got a lot of really iconic dishes on there uh, what are your influences when you when you create those other mains and sides alongside your whole hog? Um, well, I, I worked at my first job in the restaurant business was at Chick-fil-A. Uh, I worked there for eight years. Um, I knew that I wanted to have something on the menu to compete with the barbecue so we didn't run, run out all the time. And <laughs> Everybody loves a fried chicken sandwich, so we have a chicken sandwich that is a little homage to my time spent at Chick-fil-A, and it's, it's a really popular sandwich for us. Um, we saw a lot of them. Uh, Bon Appetit named it the best chicken sandwich in the country a couple years ago. Um, That really helped solidify it as the cult status kind of thing. Uh, We do catfish. Um, My grandfather had a catfish pond. I grew up catfishing, and fried catfish is just really good. And We do a cured smoked fried catfish. We cure the catfish first, smoke it on top of the pig, and then cool it off and then fry it. And then we put a western... North Carolina-style mop on that and serve it on a bun with a piece of American cheese and lettuce and some pickles. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> that's kind of our hit. Uh, now people don't order the catfish because it's a barbecue place, but it's one of my favorite dishes. Um, we have a double cheeseburger because sometimes I want a cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> Heard that. <laughs> <laughs> we, use, we use some nice local grass-fed beef for that and super yummy um as far as the sides and all uh i like to call them grandma influence you know i come from a chef's background after chick-fil-a i worked at a several different restaurants but um, i moved to Asheville to work at a restaurant called the admiral and i worked there for about six years and got a james beard nomination right before i was leaving to come open buxton hall so i approached my food i guess from a chef more than anything and it just happens to be barbecue-related. 
Would you tell us about the hash? Yeah, the hash is a byproduct um, from making barbecue. Uh, you don't really see it m- much other than South Carolina. Um, I think there's a few places in North Carolina around the border and a few places in Georgia around the border, but you know, there might be more out there. I just, you don't see them like you do in South Carolina. Uh, every barbecue place pretty much has hash of some sort. And it's, I think it started as a way for them to use up leftover barbecue. Um, ours is a process of all of the fatty bits that we scrape out of the hog. Um, we confit those overnight and save all the fat that's rendered. And we butter our buns and fry some things in that, make gravy. Uh, we save all those bits and, you know, a week's worth of cooking hogs. We have a lot of those bits and we mix that with stock that we've made from pulling the bones. And um, we put some ground up pork liver in there for some good flavor. Uh, and a few other secret things, and we cook it, you know, by the fire overnight, and we blend it up, and it's kind of like a meat gravy. Um, the word hash is a terrible marketing name. Um, people confuse it for like a potato or corned beef hash, but the best way I could describe it over, you know, without seeing it, it's it's a gray or it's a brown kind of gravy, uh, super meaty, kind of tastes a little bit like Brunswick stew or a chili, um, but we eat it over rice and serve it over rice here at Buxton, and you can get it as a combo with the barbecue. Some some old-timers put it over their barbecue like it's a barbecue sauce. It kind of has that flavor, and well, a lot of people eat it over grits in the morning for breakfast. Um, when, one old man told me one time that, that barbecue like cocaine and hash is like crack so <laughs> as far as the addiction level <laughs> once you taste it dude, i have people tell me all the time and i think about that hash all the time so i'm like you should come try it if you haven't hash is a very very yummy thing it's the most soulful and it's the thing that i'm the most proud of on the menu for sure just because of all the love we put into it and most places just throw all that stuff away and you can put some time and make it taste really yummy. We have some more of our conversation with Elliot, but first, we have a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express Card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel and then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure, yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be. And it is delightful. It is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, another thing from their passion fruit, I now look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit. Going for it. And then all of the moles, and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had from in Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love a steak basement? Exactly. <laughs> well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Now, back to the interview. People have opinions about barbecue. Um, what's it What's it like running a barbecue joint? I mean, do, do you get weird flack from different folks? Do you get uh, not nods from folks? Uh, do, does anyone ever ever give you a shit about the kind of barbecue that you're cooking? Oh, absolutely. And you know, I I, lot, I watched a lot of TV food food shows growing up as a kid, and I could see the the rivalry in barbecue all across the country from afar and. I definitely knew going into the opening a barbecue place that I would have people coming here saying that this isn't barbecue or Texas is better, Kansas is better, or your barbecue vinegar, what is that? That's not barbecue sauce. I knew all those things going into it, so I felt like I was prepared. And, you know, we do get those things. And barbecue is a very regional thing, and people like the barbecue that they grew up eating. You know, I know... I do. That's why I cook the vinegar barbecue. It's just what I, so what my palate was raised on. Um, not that I don't like other styles, but that's just, you know, like them coming here saying Texas is better. They were probably raised on a little neighborhood joint in Texas, and that's their favorite barbecue. And you'll never find another one like your first favorite barbecue. Why do you think that these foods do have such like a like a sense of timelessness and nostalgia? I don't know. I guess it's such an old, old food ways here. Uh, people have been barbecuing foods for a long time. Um, and they're hard to find. You know, people don't do it the right way as much as they used to. Um, starting to become more of a trend now, for sure. But 10, 15 years ago, it was really hard to find good barbecue. And I don't know. Food is nostalgic, all of it, really, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, I guess speaking of doing it the right way, how how do y'all source your your wood? Um, Derek Watson is my wood guy. We've been working with him since the beginning, and I was buying some wood from him before we opened. Um, our wood is sourced by Derek, and he's not out cutting down trees just for us. He he keeps his ear to the horn, and when um, 
a new development in the area is happening and they're cutting some trees down or if a storm knocks some trees down, he goes and gets them and cuts them up for us. Uh, it's mostly oak around the mountains of North Carolina that we're getting. There is some hickory and some cherry, uh, but we mostly use red and white oak. Um, I mean, you said that you had worked for, for Chick-fil-A for a number of years, but how did you decide to, to make the, the food industry like your 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 industry, like your, your life? Well, um, I guess I come from an art background. As a child, I always thought I'd be an artist, and I feel like I'm pretty artistically creative. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do for a living. Uh, my dad was a welder. I knew I didn't want to stand in no hot welding shop. So, uh, you know, I pursued some art, and music was always a big part of my life, uh, collecting music and just listening to it. And I don't know, I, I started cooking at Chick-fil-A, and I, I did it for a long time just because I needed a job, and it paid pretty well. And I guess it taught me a lot about, you know, how to work in kitchens and manage people and systems and, you know, quality of food and efficiency. I mean, it taught me a lot how to work in the kitchen. Um and then when I decided I was ready to leave Chick-fil-A, I just felt like it'd be easy for me to get a job in a restaurant because I had some experience. But no one really wanted to hire me because of Chick-fil-A experience. They didn't really see that as, I guess, real experience. Um, I don't know. So I, I was watching a lot of Food Network, you know, just cooking at home, cooking for my mom and dad and girlfriends and seeing their faces, I guess, and, you know, coming from a family where food is just always tried to force down your throat for love, you know, it's just, my family always wanted to feed me. Um, and then I got a job as a chef, um, and I worked in the open kitchen, and I could see, you know, people eating food and smiling. I could see instantly if they liked the food or not, and I think all artists really just want gratification and for the work that they've done and cooking food, you can see that instantly if somebody likes it or not. And, um, that kept me around for a long time, just cooking food and seeing people happy about it and creating plates and dishes. And then opening Buxton, I think it went more of a kind of a big installation art piece for me. I got to create this whole space, you know, the colors and things on the walls and, what the kitchen's going to look like, what the menu's going to look like, and shirts, ideas. and It's a lot of places for creativity to happen in opening restaurants. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah, no, that was that was great. Um, uh, how, how was Buxton born? How did you uh, meet up with Merwan? Um, me and Merwan met uh, at this supper club in Greenville. He'd been to the Admiral a couple times, but I'd never really said anything to him, just kind of saw him from far and um, I was planning on opening Buxton with one of the partners from this place, the Admiral. And, uh, we had a piece of property across the street and we were pretty close to getting it open. And we decided in the last minute to, to not do the project. Um, and we ended up selling the land and there was a lot of hype behind it. And Marilyn called me one day and was like, Hey man, why aren't you doing Buxton? And I told him kind of the short story long story and <laughs> he said let's have a drink and he's like what if I help you try to get this done and I was like well you know we'll talk about it and a couple of years later we you know, opened Buxton Hall. We're going to pause the interview here we've got a little bit more for you but we also have one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. 
episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressings, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express Card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel and then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure, yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be, and it is delightful. It is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, Another thing from their passion fruit I now look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit. Going for it. And then all of the moles, and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had in Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love a steak basement? Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor, and back to the interview. So how did you wind up in, in Asheville from uh, from South Carolina? I moved to Philadelphia from South Carolina with a friend. We both helped open a restaurant there called The Wig. Um, it's still around. It's in Columbia, South Carolina, across from the State House. Um, we just decided to get out of South Carolina, and we moved to Philly for a little while and he ended up moving to Asheville and me and my wife stuck around and he called me one day and said, Hey man, I found this little spot. You want to come be the chef here? And I was like, no, (laughs) I was trying to move to Charleston. (laughs) I was trying to move to Charleston and my wife at the time was doing makeup uh, for a company called Matt cosmetics. And she was waiting on a transfer. She was working up there and she ended up just seeing this, she could get a transfer to Asheville and she did and we decided to move here and open this place called the Avenue and like I said I was there for about six years I've been in Asheville since 2007 why have you stuck around in Asheville like like what's the 
What's cool to you, I, I guess, about about the scene there? Um, well, to be honest, when I first moved here, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Like, why did we move here? Um, I didn't have a car. I was living in Philly. Um, public transit was pretty decent and not so good here. Um, <laughs> at least 11 years ago, way before Uber and all that stuff. But um, we, I don't know, I, out of necessity, I stuck around here because I had a job. Um, and then, you know, towards the end of my time with Admiral, Asheville had changed a lot. Um, you know, I met a lot of people here. There's always folks moving from all over the country here. So it's just always meeting new folks that are artists or weirdos or good weirdos, you know, in a <laughs> good way. Um, there's just a lot of interesting people here um, for as small of a town it is. Uh, there's a lot of tourists, but you can kind of see who the tourists are. And once you can look past the tourists, it's a small town. Um, and there's a lot of good, a lot of good people here and everyone's doing interesting things, whether it's art or growing vegetables or pigs or making pottery or clothes or jewelry. There's just a lot of, a lot of craft stuff here that makes it fun. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, the the nature of the mountains is really great. Um, a lot of waterfalls, rivers, and, you know, lakes. There's tons of hiking trails. If you're in the bikes, they're just being outside foraging the mushrooms. Or I mean, it's like oh, a yeah. paradise here. Um, the weather is great. You know, I don't like being too too hot. You know, I don't like being too too cold. But <laughs> the winters are pretty bad. But most of the year, it's just kind of perfect weather um we do get a lot of snow sometimes in the winter but you know we get a lot of great warm summer days that aren't melting your face off you know just <laughs> just right yeah and it's it's a good location you know atlanta's not too far uh, i'm from south carolina so i can go see my family without it being a big hassle speaking of some of those those uh, other uh Entrepreneurs and artists and uh, producers. Uh, who, who else do 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 you collaborate with? Uh, for mostly for Buxton, but I suppose in general. Dave Bauer. We've been working with him for you know years and years, even before Buxton opened. Uh, he has a farm called Farm and Sparrow, and they do grains. They grow grains and mill their own flowers and corn. They grow mill their own grits. And we use some of their products here. Um, we do brunch every week, and we have their grits on the menu, and they're super coarse and yummy. And um, He also has a restaurant here called All Souls with Brandon Reusing, and uh, they make pizza and pasta, and they use the flour that they're growing and milling and use the organic stuff. It's really yummy, but we've done some things with them in the past, for sure. Um, uh, there's farm to home milk there's a Amish family up the road that is making milk or you know milking cows and selling milk and they deliver it to us you know once or twice a week and using some local milk in our pastries and ice cream so it's real nice you know, a few things like that a lot of farmers here uh, Vandell Farms I think I mentioned them to you already but you know we, we spend we buy 12 to 14 hogs for the, from those guys a week and been nice to see their family grow with ours. I read the words marinated vanilla lab cheese on your website, and I 
don't I don't think I saw that on the menu, but what what on earth is that? Please tell me about it. <laughs> that was something we just did. Um, you could have only gotten it here. Um, there's a creamery here called Looking Glass. And yeah, yeah, we talked to them cheese. too. Yeah, they, they make this cheese called Chocolate Lab, and it's uh, kind of like a tome that's rubbed with cocoa and I forget what else they rub it with. But it's an aged cheese, and then they rub it and let it sit. And the chocolate is from from the uh, the rub that they put on it. But they just gave us a wheel without the rub, so it was just like a naked lab. And we just marinated it in some olive oil and orange peel and garlic and herbs and chili and served it with some bread at room temperature. <laughs> Annie's, like, mad about that. <laughs> She's in the background just making faces. <laughs> um, <laughs> I you know it's small question. What do you what do you think the future holds for 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 Buxton? Um, well, I hope we're a destination at this point. As long as I think people keep coming to Asheville, Buxton should still be here. Um, I don't want it to go anywhere. We have a we've got about seventy employees, and I'm going to try my hardest to keep them employed and keep on going. Um, we do do a lot of traveling for different barbecue events. Um, so if you can't get out to Buxton Hall, you know, we, we do travel up into Texas a few times and plan on going back again a few times next year and some different cities across the country. Um, yeah, but we'll just keep cooking whole hogs and making great desserts and, and besides cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to speak to that we did not ask about? I don't think we talked a lot about our desserts, but, you know, that's something that's, you know, pretty different and special for us is, you know, we have a pastry chef, Ashley Caps, and not too many barbecue restaurants have pastry chefs or a pastry team. So something pretty special about us. And um, they do some good work down here, use a lot of the lard and the pie crust and make jello out of the pig's feet for kids jellos and we do some weird stuff down here (laughs) and this brings us to the end of the interview to the end of another Saturday fight night which is not really a fight or a night I don't know when you're listening to this or if you're (laughs) fighting with anyone but I do like a catchy name for things so I'm working on that and I'm going to answer a burning question I know you all have oh yeah because at the top I, I mentioned I had two points Oh, about this interview. I wasn't even paying that much attention. I feel like a really bad co-host now. What is your What is your second point? <laughs> no, it's good. It built suspension. I'm sure everyone was like, "But what about that second point, though?" Perfect. <laughs> it is. We were determined to talk to someone about barbecue, and he was that. But also, he expounded on this whole artistic view of food that, for me, was personally enlightening on this trip. Yeah, and. I wasn't expecting that, and it was a lovely surprise. Yeah, we we talked about that in the was it the once in a lifetime meal episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a sort of sort of poetry to all of it. So we would love to hear what you think about all this. Let us know. Get in touch. Yes, you can do that via email, electronic message. <laughs> Our email address is hello at saberpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SaverPod. 
Thank you so much to Elliot for speaking to us today and to Landis Taylor and the whole team over at ExploreAsheville.com for helping us get in touch with him. Um, and to our co-executive producer here at Stuff Media, Christopher Hasiotis, for helping us get in touch with them. Thank you, as always, to Super Producer Dylan for putting out three episodes a week now instead of two. That's, you know, that's a bonus for you, friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks to our other co-executive producer, Julie Douglas, for all of her good advice. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.